Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And what I want to talk about in this episode is understanding that your customers are not computers, okay? And what I mean by that is your customers are not A plus B equals C people. That's not how human beings work, okay? There's a lot of other uh, variables that go into the mix when people make decisions, especially in what we do in medical sales. And what what I want to convey in this episode is understand, like once you grasp the understanding that A plus B does not equal C in what we do, then then what I think it's going to help you with is understanding what those variables are that you need to be touching on first and foremost, so that hopefully you can get that business, even if you have the better product or the better service or the better value. Um, if you're not getting the business, there's some other variables in there that are keeping you from getting that business. And so what I want to share with you is an example that uh, that I had the last couple of years. And so there's a uh, there's a pretty large orthopedic group that's here in the Chicago suburbs, and I've got a good relationship with the um, the president of the orthopedic group, and they actually own a surgery center as well. And so we did some business at this surgery center, and um, but not a whole lot. We were not the market share leader there, um, but essentially. I have, I have been building that relationship with that surgeon for a number of years now. And when we launched a new product, it was a bipolar wand. So if you know anything about shoulder arthroscopy, well, I guess arthroscopy in general, bipolar wands are what you use intraoperatively to uh, help uh, deploy hemostasis and, and control bleeders and things like that. Um, and essentially, we launched a bipolar wand product. And so I put it in his, in his hands and I asked for the business or at least an opportunity to get the business. So we did an evaluation. We did a trial of that product and uh, we put in place a, a program. It was a 12 month contract, you know, at, at this price point, And we were hoping to get, hit certain markers, you know, as far as volume goes. And so we, we go through the, uh, through those last 12 months and there were complaints there were complaints about the product. There were complaints from surgeons. He himself, a number of times, uh, had complained to me personally about the product. Uh, there were some other surgeons in the practice who had complained about the product as well uh, to him, and they wanted to go back to their old product. But he had given me a commitment, a 12-month commitment, and he was holding up his end of the deal there. And so the where the, the punchline of this story is that we ended up parting ways with that orthopedic uh, implant company that we that we worked with, and when we did that, almost immediately they switched off of that product I converted them to and back onto the previous product that they were using. And I remember actually walking into the operating room and I was talking with the doctor because he was in there and he's like, "So you guys are done? You're not selling this product anymore? This is somebody else, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. 
so I can switch to the other company? I'm like, yeah. He's like, when can I do that? I'm like, now. It doesn't matter anymore, right? Like, we don't carry that product line anymore. And so he's like, all right, good. I'm going to do that right away. He's like, and you realize that I was giving you this business because I wanted to help you out. And I, I liked you. I wanted to support you. I'm like, yeah. And I appreciate that, <laughs> right? Like, and that was the reality. The reality was is that he gave us that business because he wanted me to be successful. He wanted me to, to give me opportunities. And it was, it was a clinically, more or less a clinically equivalent product, right? Like it didn't jeopardize patient outcomes, but there were products in the market that were better. It was a better product. And he, he, the other companies had even come back to him and requested a better price or given him a better price. So not only was he paying a higher price for my product than he, what he would get from the other guys, it, in his mind and in the mind of the surgeons that were operating there, it was not quite to the level of the other product. And the reason that we kept that business is because I had developed a relationship with that surgeon over many years to where he wanted me to be successful. He, he honored his word. He was going to give me that business. He was going to keep the 12 month contract in place and give me, yeah, give me that business. And so I share that with you because it's so easy for us, especially new reps or you're new to a territory to think, um, you know, A plus B equals C. If I make the right value proposition, I make the right pitch and my product performs well, then I'm going to get the business. And then I've got, you know, reps on our team or reps that I talk to that they're confused as to why they don't get the business when they are bringing what they see as the best product at the best price to the table. And so understand that it's not A plus B equals C. Human beings are emotional beings. We make emotional decisions and then back it up rationally. Like that is pretty well understood. There's been good data, good research on that. We essentially, as human beings, make decisions emotionally, and then we justify those decisions using logic uh, retroactively. And so what I what I I guess the the fundamental point that I want to get across is your customers are making emotional decisions. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't use any logic, and it doesn't mean that they can't use logic. So this is not a 100-0. This is not black and white. This is gray. But understand that the majority of the time, most of the decisions made are emotional decisions at a very fundamental level. And what matters for you is how do I emotionally connect with this person that I'm interacting with? You know, it's so easy to walk into a meeting, to walk into a presentation, and you start pitching a product because you're like, I've got the best product. I can give you the best price. We can give you the best service. There's, this is a no-brainer. You know, there, there's no way you're not going to say yes to this. And in reality, you never took the time to connect with the decision makers on an emotional level. There's no reason why in their minds they're saying, I really want to work with this person. Because you got to understand, the majority of the products in medical sales, in medical devices, at least in orthopedics, that's what I know, the majority of the products in the marketplace are somewhat comparable to other products. You know, you get a handful of products here and there that are unique, that truly are proprietary products. But most surgeons, like 95% of the, op the procedures that they're doing, they could use anybody for those procedures. They could use more or less any of the products in the market. Like most companies have very similar products. So then why are they going to use you? And it comes down to emotional reasons. You've got to connect with customers. Talk to them about what they want to talk about. Make 
Make it so that when they leave the meeting, they're like, man, I really want to work with that person. They connected with me. You can't start off your meetings with A plus B equals C, and this is why you're going to work with me. Like nobody buys that way. Nobody buys products that way, right? The other example I was thinking about that I wanted to share with you is my father-in-law. He, uh, he was going to get a new car. He was due to get a new car. And he had, uh, let's see, he had a Jeep Cherokee, Jeep Grand Cherokee before that. Um, and so he was going and shopping for new cars and he was trying to figure out, do I want to go an SUV? He was like, maybe I want to do a truck. And so he went to a GMC dealership and he actually test drove one of them. I think it was the Canyon. I don't remember exactly which one really liked the truck, really liked it. And then they started doing the negotiating on the price and the sales rep pissed him off. He had a really bad experience and I'm hearing this secondhand, but it's my brother-in-law that was there with him. That's telling me the story. And he's like cracking up while he tells me because he said that my father-in-law literally just got so pissed that he left the dealership. He's like, I'm not going to work with you. I like the car. I really want that car. He was literally going to buy the car, but he got, he didn't like the guy he was working with and he left and literally drives down the road, sees a Nissan dealership and pulls in. He's like, "Mm, what do they have? Pulls into the Nissan dealership and then ends up buying a Nissan Pathfinder. Now, the Nissan Pathfinder is a great car. That's fine. But understand the reality of the scenario. You had a customer that was ready and willing and wanted to buy your product. And the sales rep pissed him off and he decided to go elsewhere. He decided to use somebody else. And understand, like, that doesn't mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're going to go in there and piss off your customers and that's why they're not going to use you. But understand the reverse of that can be true in a lot of scenarios. And by the reverse of that, what I mean is they, he might go buy your car because he likes you, you know, and that he's a unique buyer. He doesn't have strong opinions about what he drives, what it looks like. You know, there's a handful of things that he really wants, but other than that, as long as it checks those boxes, he's going to be good. So he's maybe he's somewhat of a unique buyer in the car market, but you got to understand and play to the fact that you've got people, you've got customers that are going to give you their business because they like you, because they want to work with you, because they connected with you or you connected with them, I should say, on an emotional level. There's something about it that, you know, you, they found some commonality between you, you took interest in them, you spent time with them outside of work, whatever it is, it's not just an A plus B equals C world. We make decisions, people make decisions emotionally, and we back it up rationally or we at least try to back it up rationally. And so understand that like what I guess the the point that I want to get across is that when you are approaching your customers to sell your products and services do not start it off with a plus b equals c. That is not how people buy. That's not how people buy products. Start off with connecting start off by connecting with people emotionally. Then bring up the rational side of why they should work with you later. But you need to connect with people emotionally first before you start ever trying to pitch them your product. Okay? So I hope that's uh, helpful for you guys. Um, Thank you for tuning into this podcast. And uh, I appreciate the support. So we'll see you on the next one. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.